Hello again, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of your and my favorite podcast, Random Song Encounters. Uh, we're up to episode seven this week, and we're calling this one Like Wow. Uh, it's We're out here in the desert, desert paradise, as it were, in SoCal, and we're about a week away from the start of autumn. We're dipping under... Th- back into normal weather under the 100 degree mark and the snowbirds are will be coming back and businesses reopening within the next month so uh, life is good just like paradise found again and happy to be through the summer months and through those hot july and august temps uh so with that let's uh celebrate a little bit start the podcast segment one uh, first song is by a group uh, back from the mid-60s who has some ties to some famous comedic uh, entertainers, and uh, we'll go from there. Enjoy.
There you have segment one. And we started out, let's go back to the beginning of the segment. Uh, started out with Count Me In by Gary Lewis and the Playboys. Uh, Gary Lewis, by the way, is the son of famous comedian Jerry Lewis. Uh, it's off their 1965 album, A Session with Gary Lewis and the Playboys. It was their second album. Uh, they were originally called Gary and the Playboys, but their promoter decided better to use uh, insert Lewis into the title to tie him to his famous father. Um, they actually started, around that, then they got their name the Playboys, by the way, uh, just because they, they hated to practice during the day and the early evening because they could go out and have fun, screw around. So they would always want to practice late, late at night. So uh, they ended up calling them the Playboys for that reason. Uh, they got their first gig uh, after they got together playing at Disneyland on a regular basis in one of the, one of the venues there uh, where a record executive saw them and then signed them to a deal. Um, they're one of two acts in the 60s uh, who f first released, her, their first seven releases were all in the top 10 of the Billboard Hot 100. So that's a, an, a, something in itself. This particular song was also arranged by Leon Russell, who we talked about way back in episode one and his influence on you know, in rock music in general. Uh, so he was also involved with this. Um, the other story about this, as it goes, is uh, they overdubbed quite a bit of the music in, the, in this particular album and in their early releases with session musicians because the band you know wasn't doesn't play the instruments that well so they created a lot of overdubs and when it came time for them to perform live especially they got a gig on the Ed Sullivan show it was there were so many overdubs in the music it was impossible for them to recreate that sound uh, for live television on Ed Sullivan so and Ed Sullivan you know their musical acts always performed live so in this particular case, when they went on, uh, they performed uh, to a music track. Gary Lewis played, sang live, but the uh, musicians all, you know, mimicked playing their instruments, and uh, uh, you know, so on, you know, so on, so forth. Uh, secondly, we went to "One Week of Danger" by the Virgins off their 2008 album, self-titled, their debut. Uh, they were a short-lived band, only released uh, one EP and a couple of LPs between 2007 and 2013, this being most popular. Um, and then they broke up, so not much else uh, from them uh, other than this particular song I, I heard along the way and liked, uh, so wanted to at least have that for my files. Uh, third out, the th third song we went into was from 1996. Uh, Sleep to Dream by Fiona Apple. It's, I think it's one of my favorite tracks from her. It's off her hugely popular debut album title. She recorded this album when she was 19 years old, by the way. Uh, and the, the, this particular song, Sleep to Dream, uh, was written by her when she was 14. Uh, and it was ended up being the first song they recorded for the album. Um, all the songs on the on the title album and the debut are supposedly tied to, you know, uh, an early boyfriend that she had and written about, you know, relationships and love and so on and so forth or the lack thereof. Um, 
and but but a really great album if you get a chance to hear it. There's there's three or four tracks that were huge hits. Uh, the rest of the album is really great, and and she's got a a phenomenal voice. Uh, and, and the uh, fourth song, this bed is getting crowded, by Alejandro Escovedo off his 2010 album Street Songs of Love, Love, which is his 13th album, by the way. He's a uh, member of a big musical family. Uh, uh, one of his, uh, I think, brothers is uh, Pete Escovedo, who's a, a big-time uh, percussionist. And also his niece, you may have heard of, is Sheila E., back from very popular in the 80s and 90s, worked with Prince, and then did her own stuff, had a couple of big hits uh, on her own. Uh, Alejandro's a big, been a big part of the Austin music scene, uh, down there playing music for a long time. Like I said, this was this happened to be his 13th LP back in way back in 2010. So he's been around for a long time. Uh, the album itself ended up being I don't think it was originally intended to be, but it ended up being uh, kind of a concept album. Uh, all the songs are about different types of loves and uh, the pursuit of love and happiness and so on and so forth. Uh, the, the line in this song that, that got me is this just call it what you'd want but don't but it don't feel like love to me and then lastly we heard Shakedown Cruise from Jay Ferguson off his 1979 solo album or his third solo album uh, called Real Life Ain't That Way uh, Jay started out back in the 60s as one of the uh, integral front men for the group Spirit some of you may have heard of uh, and then le after leaving Spirit, he uh, became part of another group, started another group called Jojo Gun, who also had uh, a couple of big hits uh, back in the early 70s before going solo. Um, after uh, after some, doing some solo work, he, he turned his uh, himself into a, uh, a writer of soundtracks and movies uh, for movies and TV. And he's more, most famously known for uh, the um, the soundtrack to The Office, and I think he won a, an Emmy Award for that soundtrack. And so um, there you have segment one. We're ready to roll into segment two, and we're gonna play uh, something else off of a soundtrack by The Love and Spoonful. There you go.
likes us, I don't know why We may not be perfect, but heaven knows we try But all around, even our old friends put us down Let's drop the big one and see what happens We give them money, but are they grateful? No, they're spiteful and Let's surprise them We'll drop the big one And pulverize them The is crowded Europe's too old Africa's far too hot And Canada's too cold And South America stole our name Let's drop the big one There'll be no one left to blame us We'll save Australia Wanna hurt no kangaroo? We'll build an all-American amusement park there. They got surfing too. Boom goes London, boom Paris. More room for you and more room for me. In every city, the whole world round, we'll just be another. American town, oh how peaceful it will be We set everybody free You wear a Japanese kimono, baby Be Italian shoes for me They all hate us anyhow So let's drop the big one now Let's drop the big one now
Yeah, gotta love that. We finished that one off there uh, with Like Wow Wipeout by Hoodoo Gurus. They're out of Australia uh, back in 1985 uh, from their album, their second LP, Mars Knees Guitars. Uh, really love that band. They just, you know, have that gift of writing, you know, short, great rock pop tunes that are, are really catchy and really fun to listen to. Uh, this particular song was originally supposed to j just be a B-side as a single, but their producers, you know, once they heard it, decided to, that it should be on the album, uh, Mars Needs Guitars, and it should also be a single on its own, so it came to be. Uh, love, the, love the verse in the middle that talks, that talks about, 
you know, it's all about relationship and how this guy's head over heels for this girl. And he, he mentions, you know, you take the cake and I'll eat the crumbs. So it's really cool. But if, if you've never seen or heard of Hoodoo Gurus, you got to check them out. They, they have a lot of great albums, a lot of great music uh, from the 80s. They were actually touring, I, I think, in the last year doing, got back together and, and put together a tour. Uh, but and, and still great to see live as well. Before that, we went back to 2004 uh, and Be With Me by a group called VAST out of Seattle. VAST stands for Visual Audio Sensory Theater, and it's the creation of a guy named John Crosby, another one of these guys like Nine Inch Nails and some other groups that, you know, he's the singer, he's the writer, plays most of the instruments and, you know, just works essentially, you know, does it all in in a one package he's he's kind of random he'll put out some music here and there and then go away for a while and then show up again um he his last release was in 2018 uh, but he's been teasing about a new album to come out although it hasn't happened yet uh, it's calling it black magic we'll see if that happens uh if you've heard of Ast, or you may have heard of them uh, their best known songs are, are one called free and another one called pretty when you cry I think those are probably from the late 90s, if not the early 2000s. But, you know, another really solid group uh, who put out some good music whenever. Uh, you should check them out whenever they, they do come out with something or check check on their some of their older stuff and see if you like them. Before that, we had a little satire. Um, one of my favorite songs by Randy Newman called Political Science off his 1972 album, his third album called Sail Away. Uh, the whole album is really... Uh, put together as a satire on American culture and history. Um, he started another one of these child prodigies. He started out writing songs at the age of 17 uh, for other uh, vocalists and groups. Um, and then, uh, is, uh, and I think that they step back to about 1960. Um, but since the 80s, uh, he put out a few albums on his own. Always, not, you know, uh, I think you know him also for short people and a couple of uh, other tunes. Uh, likes to write those little catchy, short little ditties. Uh, but since the 80s, he's been mostly working as a as a movie composer and done quite well, won a, tons of awards uh, for his music compositions uh, uh, in, in that realm. Prior to that, we heard a song called Together by Ricky Bird from his 2021 album, Sobering Times, his fourth LP. Uh, Ricky started out uh, way back when he, he spent 10 years as part of Joan Jett's Blackhearts band. Uh, and he's literally performed or written or toured with a who's who in, in the rock world. Um, just a you know, great musician and, and like I say, done a lot of work uh, outside of his own solo stuff. Um, he left Joan Jett's group in uh, 1991 and then uh, started working on his own first solo LP. Uh, took a few years and in the meantime he did some touring with other bands uh, to, to pay the bills. And his first LP came out in, 2000, in 1999, sorry. Um, he had over the years, Ricky had uh, some addiction issues and but he put that, you know, got by that and he's since become a big activist for awareness and treatment of uh, addictions and a lot of his music is is tied to you know uh, to f 
fighting addiction or, or you know dealing with addictions uh his particular if you listen to the lyrics of this particular song together it's it's tied to that and also the title of the album sobering times he's he's always um tying uh, his music and his albums and everything he does back to this uh, uh, activism uh, and fight of, against addictions. And then we started off way back in 1967 with the Love and Spoonfall, uh, a song called Darling Be Home Soon. And this one is off a soundtrack album from a Francis Ford Coppola mil, uh, film called You're a Big Boy Now. So um, I know I haven't seen that one, but I'll have to check it out now. Uh, like I say, it's back from, I think the movie was actually out in 66, and then the soundtrack album was released uh, a year later in 67. Um, the thing about the Love and Spoonfuls, they were a huge, huge uh, band back in the mid-60s. Uh, in 1966, they were the third best singles act in the world behind the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. They had seven consecutive top ten singles that dating back to July of 1965 through 1967. Unfortunately, they disbanded in the next year in 1968. Uh, you know, they had the new rock psychedelic sound that was coming out. They tried to transition uh, to be more, you know, follow along in those lines for the uh, in the psychedelics, but uh, had really struggled to do so and ended up breaking up. So there you have segment two. We're going to roll right into segment three now and start out with a remake of an old 60s tune done by Primal Scream. Scream. Sorry about that. See you on the other end.
And a fine way to end our podcast for this week. Episode 7. The last minute, last second feedback there from the Nada Surf Boys. Episode 7. Like, wow. Uh, let's go back to the beginning of that segment uh, where we started off with Some Velvet Morning by Primal Scream. Uh, their 2002 album, Evil Heat. Uh, it's their seventh LP. Uh, the The front man for the band and the founding member, the remaining founding member, Bobby Gillespie, Gillespie started out as the drummer for 80s bands who some of you might know, Jesus and Mary Chain. Um, this particular song uh, it dates back to 1967. It was a uh, big hit, a duet between Nancy Sinatra and Lee Hazelwood. Uh, some Velvet Morning, uh, Primal Scream decided to remake it turned it into a electronic dance tune uh, and just as a note the vocals on this particular song are performed by you know uh, model superstar Kate Moss just for your information uh, Primal Scream great band they they touch all genres of music um, this was like say a dance electronic they, they get into electronic music they get into you know just straight ahead rock pop uh, some R&B uh, great band to see live. Um, they've got a lot of great music out there, so you should really check them out. Secondly, uh, we heard a song called Call the Police by the Oblivions out of Memphis. Uh, it's off their 2013 release, Desperation, which is their fourth album. Uh, the band itself, you know, they're just a straight-ahead, you know, rock and roll, kind of punkish garage uh, sound. Uh, they decided when they started the group to take on uh, Ramones style surnames so they all call go by the last name Oblivion it's Greg uh, I think it's Greg Jack and Eric Oblivion uh, is their is what they go by their stage names this particular song is is another one of those songs that was originally done um, by uh, an artist called Stephanie McDee who's a big Zydeco uh, artist you know in, in Louisiana, I don't know if she's out of Louisiana, but you know that type of zydeco music uses a lot of accordion. And if you if you find that track by her, I think it's from 2012. Uh, it sounds nothing like this one. Uh, they've 
the the Oblivion guys have taken this song and just cranked it up and made it a, a hard rock, you know, straight ahead uh, classic, and it's a, a really great fun to listen uh, tune to listen to. Thirdly, we went back to 1987 and we heard "I Want Your Hands on Me" by the late great Sinead O'Connor uh, out of Ireland. It's from her debut album, The Lion and the Cobra, which is which was uh, again a huge album for her, um, like the album we talked about, title from uh, from earlier, from um, Fiona Apple, had a bunch of hits on it. Uh, this is you know one of my favorite tracks of hers. Um, of course, uh, Sinead passed away just this past July. Um, she's unfortunately most notably known maybe outside of music for uh, her big 1992 Saturday Night Live music appearance uh, where at the end of the, the song she was playing, she ripped up the, a picture of the Pope to protest uh, abuse in the church. Uh, she caught tons and tons and tons of slack from, you know, right and left and, you know, a lot of celebrities. Uh, but she was just, you know, at the end of the day, about nine years later, you know, the truth came to light and, and you know, she was she was right on point. But, uh, like I say, caught a lot of flack for doing it in that, in that shape, in that way. Uh, after she did pass away, actually, uh, a lot of people... Uh, came out and praised her for her music and her life and, and the activist that she was. And I guess the Morrissey uh, came back on and, and pretty much, you know, uh, got on everybody you know, for now praising her after they they jumped on her case back in the back in the 90s and, and pretty much put her down and, you know, uh, uh, during that period of time. And then all of a sudden, after she passes away, they come to her defense and think she's the greatest thing ever but uh you know that's the way hollywood is and and being a you know celebrity can be i guess uh in that type of world you're hero one day and uh and the next day you're dirt <laughs> uh lastly we heard a little bit of sound advice from not a surf out in new york city uh, a 1996 song called popular um it's uh, off of their debut album, High Low, which was, um, uh, I guess, produced by the Cars frontman, Rick Ocasek. Um, it's a sarcastic, of course, take on, uh, from a 1964 book called The Teen Advice Book, uh, Penny's Guide to Teenage Charm and Personality. So, uh, you know, Not a Surf, the, the band, their name comes from... Uh, I guess they call it surfing on nothing or you know losing yourself in your own imagination so not a surf uh and it's a little more than just uh just a a reference to surfing uh but you know uh thought the song was pretty cool um you know with its uh, uh strange but uh maybe for 1964 uh advice uh to uh girls and how they should uh, treat the dating scene. So there you have, uh, with that, you have the end of, uh, of our episode seven, segment three, and uh, let's close this thing out.
So there you have episode seven set in the books. Like wow, again, from the beautiful SoCal desert. Turning to autumn, beautiful out here now. Looking forward to the, the months ahead. And thank you to everyone for listening in, both the new listeners and the original followers. I really appreciate you checking us out. Hope you heard something, you know, maybe old that, um, you know, jogs some good memories or something new that you hadn't heard before that's exciting or interesting in some way. Next week, episode eight, we're going to have a little surprise uh, and venture into some new ground that we haven't uh, touched on before in the episode. Uh, So hope you can join us uh, for that future episode of Random Song Encounters. Uh, Thank you, and as always, make sure you share the good stuff. Ayu.